Aloha, Katie Friedman here. Professionally, I'm an ophthalmic consultant, dispensing optician, and an emerging podcaster. Throughout over 35 years experience fitting spectacles and contact lenses, working back office for ophthalmologists, managing optometric practices, teaching optical technology, and lecturing nationally, I've seen clever, easy, and very effective ways to increase revenue for a doctor's practice. Welcome to Eyes on Profits. As we round the corner of a challenging year, I reflect on what I've learned regarding language. The most outstanding concept is the one regarding where to put the adjective when describing a person. I no longer say a blind person. Instead, I say a person who has a vision loss, diminishing vision, or low vision. The other day I was with a couple where the husband was changing the batteries of his hearing aids. One thinks little of that because with hearing aids, it's not a big deal. One may not think about hearing loss as a disability. He is not a deaf man. Instead, he is a man with what one would consider as someone who has hearing challenges. He's not a deaf man. He's a man who has a hearing loss. Or he's a man with selective hearing. I wonder if I'm a woman with selective dyslexia. Nah, there's nothing selective about it. I can change my perspective about it, my language about it, but that gene picked me at birth. I've always marveled at people who could read a book a day and repeat exactly what they read. Then there is Speedy Howard Berg or Howard Speedyberg. Any way you look at it, he is amazing. At 80 pages a minute, that would take me all day. Howard Berg's gift to the world is knowing it's possible to read and comprehend the material as quickly as he does. He is the Olympic superstar of reading. This year, I could honestly say I read more than ever before because there were so many different types of mediums for me to consume information. I read hardback books, softcover books, ebooks, books on Kindle, and I listen to audiobooks. I have not completed many of the books I've started primarily because I was reading for specific information. One of my previous mentors, Ty Lopez, demonstrated to a group in a mastermind how he reads so many books and how he consumes so much information daily. Part of the formula is pulling out a nugget or two from the book, then moving on to the next book, newspaper, magazine, or thing. I feel that because there are so many different choices of ways for me to consume information, it's not as critical for me to complete a book like it was when I was in school. I justify it now by saying I'm reading the Ty Lopez way. (laughs) Now, some of you may be hearing this and cringing at the thought of that perspective. Please realize reading is a challenge for me. When I was younger, when reading a sentence, I would backtrack on the reading such that it was like a zigzag. And by the time I finished the sentence, I could not explain to the teacher or my parents what I had just read. 
I tried a lot of different types of reading techniques to help me with this problem. I'm better and the problem is still here. Because I practiced reading better, I've gotten better. I comprehend more and I read faster. My new plan includes continuing exercising this reading comprehension muscle. For every audio book I listen to, I need to read an hour a day. For the record, since everyone's perspective is unique, this is a stretch for me. The purpose of me sharing this information with you is not to look is 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 to look at options. Because I acknowledge my reading disability and part of it is a visual disability, I'm able to move on to get the results I need. When one has a visual disability, a hearing disability, mobile disability, or a learning disability, we look for tools or devices to make our lives easier and more livable. This is my big takeaway for the year, this challenging year. How do you define this this year for you? Is it a challenge? or loss, or both. I'm looking at exploring language and how we use it to define not only where we've been or where we are, but also where we're going. I find my language in the past has been more negative than I want it to be in the future. I've known about this for years, but never seemed to have done anything about it. Well, now is the time to correct and continue a new path regarding my language, goals, resolutions, and of course, my weight. Mm, Okay, course correction. My diet and health. In that respect, I prefer to eat more fresh life foods and do more healthy things a day, such as the weight that is lost. And if it is fat, may it never be found again. If it's muscle weight, it is always welcome back. Two weeks ago, I attended a program on planning my New Year's goals. I started it and time is ticking. It will be done and it will be done early. This is not negotiable with myself. Last month, I made an appointment to plan my New Year budget I rescheduled the appointment twice and I did show up for the appointment. It was done a little over an hour and I have a budget for personal and business for this new year. This is scary to admit, but this is the first time I planned out a personal and business budget in December for the new year. So why is the goal resolution so challenging? I think the answer is obvious. I hadn't been clear on my target. One can not hit a target if it's not stationary. Until the goals are written down, they are not real. So what's my problem? It's the quantitative and qualitative deliverables. So now that you know my challenge, look inside and be honest with yourself. What is the green-eyed monster holding you back from putting on paper your New Year's goals and or resolutions? May I recommend a place to start? 
Eric Lofholm has provided me a place to start that I will share with you. Organize your thoughts into four categories. One, business and sales. Two, self-improvement. Three, product knowledge. Four, tools and technology. There are more than four, and I believe this is a great place to start. Michael Masterson, author of the book, Ready, Fire, Aim, focuses on the entrepreneurial audience, starting a business and growing a business from zero to millions in no time flat. It's all about the attitude. Many years ago, I participated in a T. Harv Ecker activity titled Ready, Fire, Aim. The leader in my group completed the task on the very first attempt. He did the exercise. He fired. I looked around at the other groups, listening to their discussions on how to aim to reach the target. Then I looked at our group that hit the target the very first try. It wasn't our group that succeeded. It was the one person who didn't think about the exercise, didn't discuss the exercise. He just fired. I acknowledge that I have been, notice that I have said and been an aim, aim, aim kind of gal. In the new year, I'm going to be a fire, fire, fire kind of gal. In conclusion, you have heard a lot of my resolutions. You've also heard I've been mentored by some pretty heavy hitters in the entrepreneurial business industry. This year, I'm going to revisit my notebooks and learn again from those mentors. I'm going to share as much as I can with all of you so that your new year can be your most successful year in business and in life. May you make next year a great year for you, your business, your life. Make it a great day. Aloha.